0: Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 20. I will read it for us, if you could follow along the reading of God's word. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. There is a savage beast that emerges once a year. This beast, it is mighty, terrible, and as it awakes from its slumber, its reach is vast, and its influence is pervasive, and it devours every soul that it encounters, and none can escape from its wrath, and we all know this beast, we all know this creature, we know it from its roar, horrifying yet consistent and its roar sounds something like this. I don't want a lot for Christmas. The beast I'm referring to of course is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey and when I I just sang that opening line from that song immediately your brain filled in the rest of the song. I don't need to tell you what the next lyrics are. I don't need to tell you uh, when that piano starts to come in. I don't need to tell you when the chords start changing and that minor shift happens right before the chorus. And in fact, you can probably do that in your head for many of the songs you hear in this Christmas season. Right? You turn on the radio, you go into any retail store, and you are bombarded by the sounds of December. And not only that, not only do you know all the Christmas songs, but you know all the Christmas deals. You know where to go and what websites to go on to get the best and most fantastic Christmas shopping deals, right? You know how you're going to set up your Christmas tree. You know when you're going to take it out of the box or if, you, if you're still chopping down trees. You know when you're going to go out and chop it up. You know how the ornaments are going to go on. You know what color lights are going to go on there. You know how long it's going to take to decorate your house. You know who's coming to your Christmas dinner, and you know what you're going to eat for Christmas dinner. You and I, we know a lot about Christmas. We are experts when it comes to Christmas. The question today, though, is is this you know a lot about christmas but do you know the christ do you know the christ of christmas you and i we we can sing every christmas song go do all the christmas shopping do all the christmas decorations but do you know the christ do you know the christ of christmas and not only do you, do you not only know the facts about christ This Christmas story, which uh, Mok will lead us into in, in the next sermon. Do you not only know the Christmas story, but do you know him personally? Do you know him intimately? Do you have a relationship with this Christ the same way that Mariah Carey seems to have a relationship with you every December, right? Now, when I ask you that question, right, do you know Jesus Christ personally? Perhaps in your heart, you feel guilty, Maybe you feel inadequate, that though you call yourself a Christian, you feel like your knowledge of Christ and what you know about Jesus does not measure up. It's not enough. Maybe you feel that. Maybe you feel a little ashamed, right, that you don't know enough about this Christ, even though you know so much about Christmas. Or perhaps you're on the opposite end of that spectrum. Perhaps you've been a Christian, maybe not even that long, but maybe your whole life, and anytime you hear the Christmas story, it's like, ah, oh, I've heard this before. And it's the same thing every year. And when you hear about Christ and when you think about Christ, it conjures up a sense of jadedness. You're bored. You've heard it all before. And you're convinced that you know everything that there is to know about Jesus. Your faith is genuine, right? You have a true and saving faith. And yet, There's something cold about your faith. And the thought of Jesus, and the thought of knowing Jesus, doesn't excite you. It doesn't bring you life. Today, I want to tell you all that there is hope for all people on Christmas Day. Jesus Christ has demonstrated the hope that God brings to his people when you are feeling inadequate, or when you are feeling jaded, when you're feeling like you don't measure up, or you feel like you've heard it all before. <clears throat> and this hope is expressed to us today in our reading of Colossians 1. And this Christmas, my hope for you is this, that the knowledge of Christ, not just in your head, but in your heart, it would lift up your heads. It would lift up the heads of those who feel unworthy, and lift up the heads of those who feel inadequate and fill your hearts and minds with the eternal significance of your Savior. And also that the knowledge of Christ would humble the proud. Any pride that is in you would melt away, and yet at the same time, that this knowledge would bring you into a loving embrace of your Lord. And this Christmas, I I would hope that we know Christ in three ways. One, as our incomprehensible God, as our incarnate God, and as our infant God. Hopefully I can do this with haste. So our three points today, our incomprehensible God, our incarnate God, and our infant God. God, Christ, on Christmas Day, is truly incomprehensible. We cannot comprehend, we cannot understand it fully. Just read the first few lines of Colossians 1, 15 through 20, right? And when we read this at face value, it is, an, it is an absolute contradiction. All of these phrases are contradictions. How can one be an image of something that is invisible? How can an eternal God be firstborn? How can, how can this Christ have created all things, and yet on Christmas Day was born as a baby? How can he be before all things, and yet on Christmas Day, enter into history? You see, all of the, what everything that Jesus is, is beyond our human ability to grasp with full comprehension. It is beyond our ability to conceptualize, and yet, because the Word of God has says so, said so, it must be true. And so here is an encouragement for those who feel like your your knowledge of Christ is inadequate. Here's an encouragement for those of you who feel like you don't know about know enough about Jesus. And the encouragement is this. Whether you've been a Christian for 10 minutes or 10 decades, the well of the knowledge of Christ can never be dug out completely. What there is to know about Jesus can never be fully, 100% be grasped. We can spend a lifetime, we can spend an eternity meditating upon just verse 15, that he is in the image of the invisible God. When we are in heaven all together before our Father, we will still be pondering this because of his infinite and eternal nature and being. Right, And that is the beauty of getting to know Jesus Christ, that there is no end, that it is is a journey. And every time we dive into the knowledge of Christ, there is more and more to know and learn. And so take heart that that you feel like you don't know enough because there's always more to know. And for those of you who feel jaded, who feel who don't feel excited about knowing Christ. This is the encouragement for you that this well of knowledge, that all of this knowledge about Christ and who he is, well, who Christ is is infinitely good. He is infinitely beautiful. He is infinitely wonderful, and this goodness, beauty, and wonder is available to you. And so, as you get to know Christ, even as as you hit a rough patch and you and that doesn't excite you, there is no end to the blessings. Of knowing Christ and so take heart that there are many blessings coming to you just by knowing him and though he is incomprehensible in his eternal infinite being Christ is not unknowable he's incomprehensible but we can know him and we can know him because he has been incarnated which brings us to point number two Christ our incarnate God Incarnation is a theological term that simply describes how the Spirit of God embodies the God-man, Jesus Christ. He is incarnated because he is fully God and fully man. And because Jesus took on flesh, because he took on a human body, he is our representative before God. Paul in his letter to the Romans describes Jesus as the second and better Adam. And where Adam, in Genesis 3, failed in his obedience and righteousness before god jesus succeeded romans 5 says this for as by one man's disobedience the many were made sinners so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous it is in this obedient man the man god man jesus christ it is this man whom we should long to know Because we read in our passage in verse 19, For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. We ought to know Jesus, and we ought to long to know Jesus, because though he was great, mighty, incomprehensible, sitting on the throne in uh, in heaven, in whom the fullness of the Father and the Spirit was pleased to dwell, even though he was all of these things, He has reconciled and saved sinful men and women. And he has saved them into a relationship with the Holy God through his death on the cross. Our King Jesus has entered voluntarily on Christmas Day into our world. And not just, and he came to one day die pitifully on a Roman cross because he has come as our infant God, our incomprehensible, incarnate God came as an infant. Indeed, our Lord Jesus did not manifest as a great warrior to lead an army, nor as a crafty politician to overthrow governments, nor did he come as a king to rule nations. He incarnated not as, he incarnated not as any of these things, but he came as a baby boy. Jesus uh, John writes in his gospel describing Jesus as the word of God. He was the word who was with God, the word who was God, the word that created the world and yet on Christmas day the word would become mute. The word of God would speak only by an infant's cry. Hebrews 1 says that long ago at many times and in many ways God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. And so what does God speak to us through the infant boy, Jesus Christ, on Christmas Day? Well, the infant Jesus, he was weak. So that we can be assured that our God sympathizes with our weakness. The infant Jesus had nothing. So we too would cling to God in our time of need and emptiness. And the infant Jesus was humble, because though he was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus... Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That, of course, comes from Philippians chapter 2. Our God came as an infant, our incomprehensible, incarnate, infant God. And so, do you know this Christ? Do you know the Christ of Christmas, the incomprehensible Christ, of whom the riches of knowledge do not end? Do you know the incarnate Christ, who is our representative before a holy God? Do you know the infant Christ, who has humbled himself until the point of death on a cross? Let us strive on this Christmas day to know this Christ, and to remember the gospel of his life, his death, and resurrection. May we know Christ better than we know Christmas. Indeed, the gospel of Christ of Christmas is this. Not that we knew God, not that we knew Christ, but that God has chosen to know us and that he has chosen to know us and call us his own through his son, Jesus Christ, by the way of Christ's incarnation, by Christ's humiliation, by Christ's crucifixion, by Christ's resurrection and Christ's ascension, All together, one day, we will join in Christ's glorification. And so, Merry Christmas, everybody, and uh, Happy New Year.